Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. So what are you most worried about when it comes to the COVID-19 crisis? Uh, it's brought something about of a sea change about in our household. Uh, I used to be, well, we all used to be in my home, quite lacklustre about hand, wish- hand washing and hygiene. I'm... I'm one of those mothers who sort of thinks a bit of dirt never did anyone any harm. I grew up on a farm and I sort of had that mentality that, you know, boys, especially a bit of rough and tumble. Uh, And I am also a strong believer in the three second rule, which is that if a piece of food falls on the floor, you can pick it up in three seconds and it's fine. I know that there isn't actually any clinical background to that sort of presumption, but we do it in our household, or at least we used to. Um, I didn't. I also didn't pay much attention to sell-by dates, uh, and there's definitely jars in my fridge that are nearly the same age as my youngest son. But now, obviously, there is more of a need to stay healthy. We're upping our game, uh, and apparently so are you. Uh, we've had lots of messages asking us to discuss how to keep food uh, germ-free, everything from cleaning our produce, storing our food, and how to ensure takeaways are safe. Once again, before I get an onslaught of text messages, uh, needless to say, we have now taught the children to do the thorough hand washing, the singing happy birthday twice, which they really enjoy. And uh, like literally, they try to make as many bubbles as possible. We go up the wrists as well. Like We're really doing it properly at the moment, which I'm sure everyone else uh, is at home practicing good personal hygiene, just as we've been advised. Now, according to the World Health Organization, you should be doing the following to keep your food clean. Uh, One, cook your meat thoroughly Two, use chopping boards and knives for raw and cooked meat and uh, different chopping boards, that is, and then wash your hands between handling raw and cooked meat. Those are just the basics. But for more tips, we're joined on the line now by Bobby Krishna. Now, he is a food safety specialist at Dubai Municipality. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us on the line. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. Very well indeed. Uh, And uh, very pleased to have you on the line. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I imagine you've probably seen people increasingly interested in the topic of food safety. At this moment, I think people are trying to prioritise. They're trying to get more food. Uh, And I'm, I'm really concerned that, you know, that could have an impact on food safety. Yes, so I think people, I mean, the good news, I suppose, is that people are washing their hands much more. True. That's a, that's a great exercise. I think that behavior stays on forever. Say that again for me. No, I, I just wish that that behavior stays with them forever. Oh, you hope it stays forever? Yes, so do I. I actually think this could be quite a, um, a, I don't know, quite a watershed moment for, for personal hygiene. I don't think anyone's ever going to walk out of a bathroom again without washing their hands. I think the sort of public shaming element more than anything else is going to, to force everyone into these habits. True. Uh, you know, like uh, when it comes to hand washing, uh, it's also important to understand when is it critical to, to wash hands. So, uh, you know, I think uh, people are learning more about that, too. So they, they're identifying, especially when, you, when, you, when is your hand getting dirty most and make sure that you wash hands at that time. So just for total clarity, uh, and I often find this a bit of a tricky when I'm roasting a chicken, for example, because I've got my Jamie Oliver recipe book and he says, you know, the first thing you need to do is, uh, you know, put salt and pepper all over the chicken with olive oil and then rub it in. And at that point, I'm like, well, 
Well, so I sort of lose the order. So you do the salt and the pepper and, and then you sort of rub that in and then you're like, oh no, I need to, I now need to pick up the olive oil bottle and I've got chickeny hands. So then I wash my hands and then it, 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 you sort of find yourself going backwards and forwards to the sink a million times. But the general measure is if you touched raw meat, wash your hands. Absolutely. Uh, and it's just not raw meat. Uh, it could be produce too because you, you get sometimes produce contaminated. And you might wash it uh, and then get your hands contaminated too. So uh, the beginning of the process, you, you get a lot of contaminants coming onto your hands. So whether it's raw meat or raw produce, you must make sure that hand washing is done after you handle that product. How can we ensure that the produce and meat that we're buying is completely free of germs? It's, it's very unlikely to be completely free. So what you need to do with the case, in the case of meat is to make sure that you cook it properly. Uh, do not cross contaminate in the kitchen. So you know, uh, one, one major recommendation that U.S. gives is do not, uh, do, do not wash chicken in your kitchen sink. You're just going to spread the germs around. All you need to do is to just cook it to safety. When it comes to produce, you might be picking most of your produce from the market. Um, uh, depending on where you're picking up from and what type of produce it is, the contamination varies, uh, especially with herbs, like, you know, you're looking at uh, coriander, mint, uh, it's very likely that they could be contaminated in the farm. Uh, so uh, a, a good washing process and, and, and a preferable use of disinfection is, is important to make sure that that product is safe for consumption. It's really interesting there that you say don't wash the chicken in the sink because I remember right. growing up my mum would always rinse out the inside of the chicken and then and then pour it out and and that was considered sort of best practice years ago sure. but that has completely changed now hasn't it the advice on that has completely changed largely because the poultry farms are much more better now so they do a good job in making sure that the meat is clean when it comes to a plate and and you're not actually washing your germs you're going to cook it and kill it so, uh, you know, that, that, that's what you do with germs. Uh, first, it's all about our, our, like what we're worried about normally is dirt, but dirt is not there on, on chicken anymore. What do you think about, uh, I know that you can buy products now in the supermarkets to sort of help you clean your vegetables. It's sort of, uh, mm-hmm. do you think those are necessary or is just a spot of water good enough? They are disinfection agents. So it, you've got to be careful about what you're buying. Uh, so a regular rinse process with running water would would reduce the, the organism significantly, but adding a disinfectant to it that has been like uh, verified or public, uh, like verified by the Bangladesh for special use, like disinfection of vegetables, would be would be an additional uh, help. I think uh, you know you, you, you can still uh, get a, a lot more reduction from that if you use it properly. But then make sure that it is used the right way. The contact time and the right dosage is critically important to get that outcome. How about storing food? I try to do quite a lot of batch cooking. How uh, what should I be changing? I basically, I put it all in Tupperware boxes and then I stick it in the freezer. Uh, is there, are there any sort of rules around that? So if you look at the safety of cooked products, when you cook anything like meat or rice, you, you, you largely eliminate most of the organisms that are alive. So uh, if you have anything that is pathogenic, it's already dead. Now, what happens after cooking is there are certain germs that can 
the, that can kind of be, become a bit hardy and uh, they can stay alive in the cooking process. And when you keep it at room temperature, they start to grow. So what you want to do is to break their growth after the cooking process. And it's not with all, all sorts of foods. It's with large chunks of meat, uh, a large container of soup or, you know, uh, rice. You have this issue. So what you need to do is to rapidly cool it. So to do that, you need to transfer the cooked food into thin containers, let the steam go and put it in the refrigerator as early as possible so that it cools down rapidly. If you delay cooling, there is a risk of, of bacteria growing in the food. And if you don't, uh, so even if you reheat, it, sometimes the document is going to stay and, 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 and create trouble. So the best thing to do is to make sure that you refrigerate as quickly as possible after the cooking process. We are discussing food safety on the agenda this morning. Georgia here in for Tom for the next few days. Uh, what are you most worried about when it comes to food hygiene? Bobby Krishna, food safety specialist at Dubai Municipality, has stayed on the line. Bobby, thank you so much. Uh, I want to move on to uh, takeaway and delivery because some people have become very particular with the way delivery men in particular are handing over their food. Do you think in the current situation we need to be more careful? I think the, the, the companies that are delivering have taken adequate precautions to make sure that they deliver the food safely. Uh, and, you know, uh, there's no contact. It's very, I think there's very minimal contact transfer between the delivery man and the person who's eating the food. So uh, I don't think there's a major concern. We've not seen anything that, that you need to worry about. I would be more concerned about the temperature of the food as delivery times might be longer now, uh, you know, uh, as more people are ordering and there is a stress on the delivery timing. What you need to worry about is how fast the food is coming to you and how fast you're going to eat it. So what we recommend usually is a, is a two-hour window. So if you prepare the food, you need to consume within two hours. So whenever your food is ordered and delivered, consume it as quickly as possible. So the... The, the health of the delivery man, not as much of a, of a concern as the temperature of the food, because it's the temperature yeah. of the food that can lead to the possibility of uh, food poisoning and things like that, food, bacteria right. developing. Right. So, Absolutely. so there's been uh, quite interesting facts just recently, and I know that everyone is sort of slightly uh, uh, sort of ODing on, on sort of news at the moment. We're all desperately reading as much information as we possibly can. Uh, and a new study by researchers at the University of California in Los Angeles in the US has found that the new coronavirus can live on a surface like cardboard for up to 24 hours and hard surfaces such as plastic and stainless steel for up to 72 hours. Now, I know that that gets some people sort of concerned about things like pizza boxes and stuff like that. Um, what would you do, do? You think that this is something that people need to be uh, catering for or, or, or watching out for? I mean, there's so many things that has to, to happen for an infection to get transferred. Now, if you look at the transmission rates, you know that one person is transmitting it to, to one or slightly more than one person when it comes to COVID 2019. But uh, if you look at uh, the hand contact role, it's significantly higher because we know that transmission is mainly through close contact with people who are ill. Now, what is the likelihood that an ill person is delivering your food or is preparing the box? That's extremely low. With all these regulations now uh, and all the, the measures that the government has taken, it's very unlikely that an ill person would prepare the, the food for you or deliver the food for you. 
and uh, that that kind of uh, you know lowers the probability to a very 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 uh, minimal level. Uh, the second thing is that yes, it can stay on the uh, on the surface, but then you're looking at that all surfaces having that kind of a dosage. You're not going to uh, run your hands all around the surface to just make sure that the virus sticks onto your hand. So you know, I think we shouldn't be worried about that at this point of time. Uh, but you know, uh, it's it's always better to take good precautions. So always wash your hands when you pick up the delivery. Make sure that you transfer it to your food container and eat it after the delivery has happened. So that would reduce your 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 hand contact with with uh, with surfaces that you're not comfortable with or that that's something uh, you can take as a precaution. So any public food contact surface or or a hand contact surface needs to be disinfected as per our requirement. But then if if uh, a consumer, uh, if a customer is walking into into a public place and they, they uh, they've touched a public hand contact, hand contact surface, it's always recommended to go wash your hands before you touch any part of your body. Do you know so much of the advice comes back to sort of two simple things, which uh, appears to be just wash your hands properly Absolutely. and yeah. heat up your food properly. Like don't eat food that's yeah. that's been lukewarm and sitting around for for a couple of hours. Yes, for two different reasons. Second one is to prevent foodborne diseases, and the first one is to prevent uh, to prevent the virus infections. Amazing, Bobby Krishna. Thank you so much for for taking the time to talk to us uh, to do this interview. Really, really appreciate Bobby Krishna's uh, food safety specialist at Dubai Municipality. So important uh, during this current situation to make sure that you know you don't add fuel to the fire by giving yourself food poisoning. So thank you so much, Bobby. Really appreciate your time. Pleasure. This is Dubai I one hundred three point eight.